Susan Felth, the Citizen Kane of podcasting. Modern man is confronted with so many movies. Which ones are films? And which ones are filth? Birthday number 46. Happy birthday, Mark. Yay! It's violence for my birthday. Just what I wanted. Birthday, birthday, birthday. Yeah, that's in the that copy- non-copyright <laughs> birthday song. Yeah. I, I, I think that copyright is actually expired. So I believe the mm-hmm. uh, birthday well, song now ex- is properly public domain. I don't think it was expired. I think it was this it was legally battled to death for like 40 years before the the uh (laughs) it went into public domain not just Um, one night as is the case in today's film the warriors think about this everyone who's ever made anything film related would love to get on a class action lawsuit to be able to use happy birthday oh yeah for sure so uh explain why we're doing the warriors right now yes please do what? No, that's you. Ex- I explain who. What? You explain why it's there, your there is. That we have these birthday picks or whatever. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, sorry. I thought yeah. we were explaining the reason why the Warriors is today's movie, which would be Mark's milieu. Uh, this is this is Matt. Luke is asking me questions. That covers everyone, I think. Yeah. So, um, and it's Mark's birthday. It's yeah. Well, just uh, you know, we're stuck. We're we're on a like a track, like a list. The list must happen. So it seems for birthday, you can like throw in something else, right? Something that you yes. want to consider if it's a film or a flith or a filth or or whatever. Um, I think the first time you suggested it, you were like suggest a bad movie, but I uh, refuse. I mind. I don't. Bad movie. I don't think anyone's picking a bad one this first round. So um, probably I, never. I, we can't reveal. We can't reveal what the other ones are. You don't even know what mine are. I think so. Uh, but my, we're not close. You have said it. You don't have. No, I haven't. It's a mystery. I have the knowledge. I love how it's like if you can't tell people inside baseball, then you're just gonna say things like you don't know, you don't know what's happening. None you know of what you know what's happening. No, but uh, also, me and you don't know, not just the audience. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. it's exciting for everyone. Um, but maybe Matt doesn't know. Matt knows. Okay, it's gonna so be why... some mad shit from the seventies that I'm barely gonna be able is. to like keep watching. No, That's this what... is some sensible shit from the seventies. <laughs> you're gonna put on yeah. some borderline three-hour music video <laughs> <laughs> oh is it the man who fell to earth jesus please no it's not the 70s um anyway okay. mark why why the warriors i have not seen the warriors before you are also very specific that we watched the theatrical cut not the uh 2005 floor cold uh director's cut which yeah to me this movie is singular i don't know anything that's quite like it you know it's sort of a wizard of oz gang movie that's also futuristic but set in the near future of 1979 it's absurd it's sort of like the ultimate halloween movie but also it's very dark and pensive and slow and <laughs> dark um, very slow is good for you then okay <laughs> yeah well there's no there's nothing like this that i know of so um, it is that a like, cor- let's throw a, a unique movie in and it's also 7.5 so people seem to like it if imdb voters mean anything which they don't but 
Well, I'd say this is at a, a 92 minute proper movie length, uh, at least yes. the actual cut is. I, I don't know about the other one, but I, I don't assume they had that much. Um, but but you know, uh, of my short list, I this was almost Battle Royale. So, and I think Battle Royale and this have a lot in common. See, I kind of maybe you, this is the first time I was watching it, so my mind triangulation was um, this is somewhere between like After Hours, Mad Max, and Switchblade Sisters. Like, yes, those are all amazing movies. Yeah, yeah, but those are ones I've seen, whereas I haven't seen this mm -hmm. one before. So, I mean, did I like it better than the three I just mentioned? Um, I don't, I don't think so. But yeah, I, maybe yeah. you have to live with it a little bit or something. I mean, you do start to like, like all the ridiculous gangs and stuff that come through. That's cool. It's a, a an absurd movie, but it's also a very straightforward movie. Like it's um, you sort of have to take it as it comes, but. My history with this, the first time I actually saw it was uh, as a young 20-something. Uh, I was at MJQ, a bar in Atlanta, which I think, Matt, you've been to. I it's like an so. underground bar where the red the bar is just lit red. It's like literally underground. And uh, I'm, I'm seeing a band or something, and I see on the TV just uh, with no sound the, the bathroom fight towards the end of the movie and i'm just like what the fuck is this because people are just getting you know thrown into mirrors and smashing stuff so i just sat at the bar and watched the entire rest of the movie and figured out what it was by the end of it yeah would you have I'd heard of it. yourself a hooligan at the time not like this kind of hooligan no okay different kind of hooligan so maybe a casual i don't know like the uh was there a gang that didn't do anything well, I'm like the baseball furies where they don't hit anybody, even though they do have baseball bats. Yeah. Well, the orphans just have cheap t-shirts. They tried. They did supply a bat that was later used to do a sick uh, mm -hmm. maneuver on a cop. So that was cool. Uh, Luke, this is your first time, I assume. Well, actually, I don't assume. I don't know that. Does it, have you seen this before? Yeah, this is he, my first time seeing it. this film. I was aware of this film, mostly because of the PlayStation 2 game. Yeah very good adaptation or sequel i guess mm. uh that, yeah that's what i've always heard it's like oh it really captures the spirit blah 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 i've never played the game either um it's in that era of like the guys who now make the gaming podcasts i listen to are at the prime age to like that game so it gets spoken about a lot so yeah i was the right age to play that i think maybe yeah, a little uh... old actually it seems, uh, from what I was uh, just looking at the week, I haven't played them, but it seems like uh, 2005 was maybe the one you're talking about. And then said there was mm -hmm. a side-scroller yes. in 2009, and uh -huh. that got my attention more. I'm like, if I'm doing the Warriors, because that's like, I mean, basically Final Fight oh. like is this, right? <laughs> Wait, are there two different? The, uh, the Rockstar game, which I think is what Luke's talking about. Uh, is this side-scroller, but it's more complicated and modern. It was sort of an unusual game for the time. Okay, I'm just saying Final Fight was basically this movie. Well, Final Fight was dumber already. than that game, but well, you just you, know. you just punch people and throw them. It's great. Yeah. You know this. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the gamers that dig it, I guess. But yeah. So um the I, other movie coming in, the one I confused it with, like I, I've always had these conflated in my mind just because of the title. Mm -hmm. I mean they're nothing alike, but I was like thinking, did Mark choose the outsiders? Oh, I don't think I've seen that. Was that Francis I, Ford Coppola? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that's a very different trip than the Warriors, but, you know, it's just the somethings, and it's, the, you know, just on either side, 1980, so it seems like you could mix them up, having not watched either of them until recently, so. This is, this is straight up the most exploitation-ass movie, but I don't think that Francis Ford Coppola could make this. No offense to him. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, no there's, I mean, they, they're not, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I yeah. confuse the words in my mind, because they, they kind of sound like ones you'd put together it's not the most original or interesting title but it is based on a book so there you go Mm -hmm. um my main knowledge of this film before i watched it was i I vaguely knew what the plot was and one of my friends whenever we drank beers from bottles would do the (laughs) (laughs) so i knew that then (laughs) yeah apparently that guy made that up Ah. which is amazing Improvised. Do you recognize that guy from anything else? He looked like Sean Penn, but he's not Sean Penn. Uh, no, I immediately recognized him. He's um, hey Sully, you remember when I said I'd kill you last? I lied. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay, that makes yeah. Okay, yeah. You're right. He's great at being sort of a slightly dweeby villainous little shit you can't wait to see get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah he was going for it in this for sure hey, if you yeah. know what your type is get cast in it right um yep mark you want to do a story rundown your birthday presents you yeah. have to write the summary <laughs> yay that's just what i wanted okay sometime in the near future of 1979 the biggest summit of gangs in new york's history is called to declare a truce the warriors is one of those gangs Cyrus, the leader of the Gramercy Rifts, is making a speech calling for gangs to control the whole city together, which might be a bad thing. When he's fatally shot by Luther, a maniac in a gang called the Rogues, when Luther realizes that Fox, one of the warriors, saw him take the shot, he starts screaming that the warriors did it and everyone believes him. The warriors have escaped the mayhem thinking that they're just running from the cops and that the truce might be over, not knowing that everyone everywhere wants to either kill them or turn them in. They start making their way through the territory of an inept gang, inept gang called the Orphans, taking their leader's girlfriend, Mercy, with them, who is not his girlfriend anymore now. They split up after the cops start chasing them. Fox gets thrown in front of a train. Vermin, Cochise, and Rembrandt are taken in by the Lizzies, who are friendly until they aren't. Ajax tries to sexually assault a woman who turns out to be a cop and gets arrested, and Cowboy and Snow escape because fuck Ajax. Swan and Mercy make their way to Union Square, and just when the other warriors catch up with them, it's time to beat the shit out of a gang called the Punks in a men's bathroom. Then they make it to Coney Island, where Luther is waiting. He tells the warriors that he shot Cyrus for no reason. Then he pulls a gun on Swan, but Swan's knife throwing is faster than his gun. The Gramercy Rifts then show up to painfully kill Luther because someone finally told them what actually happened. The warriors are good. Yay for gang violence. Yay. <laughs> the most violent gang of all gets to be the winner. Um, so the commando thing aside, I feel like the, I, I, I had a few wiki dives and it doesn't really seem like we have any breakout stars here. So can we just go with the guy who played Swan, the lady who played Merce, uh, Mercy. Mercy? Yeah. So I was getting confused because of Luke there, but <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like yeah, the, um, yeah. Obviously, the one female character in this having the same name as my girlfriend was slightly distracting. <laughs> Which it said, um, 
that I feel like I wanted do, Sigourney Weaver. Michael Beck played Swan. I feel like I recognize him for something, but it doesn't look like I do. That, I had the same thing. I was like, Michael Beck, that sounds like a guy, right? And then I clicked on the weekend. I was like, well, I, he's just like, I think uh, the Sanadu guy played Cyrus. Battle Truck Megaforce is an incredible <laughs> wow. series of films to have in a row on your Wikipedia. But it doesn't make you a household name necessarily. So, no. um, but yes, being a Megaforce is, is of note. So we'll give him that. He was on Babylon 5 once. Now, I, I, uh, this is uh, the production stories here are relatively amusing. And uh, Mark, do you know what I'm about? Site is the most amusing one. Uh, no, go ahead. Okay. Oh, also, I was going to say, um, I, I think I, we were having some overlap there, but yeah, they actually wanted Sigourney Weaver to play Mercy originally, and uh, that that didn't happen. Which I don't think that I, th- I think the way it worked out is fine. Um, she's great. This Mercy is great. Yeah, she's great. So, just interesting fun fact. The other one is uh, the guy the guy that played uh, Fox and Water Hill, the director, did not get along at all because Fox was actually supposed to be the the main hero he was supposed to be like or the protagonist he was going to be swan at the end right so (laughs) Ah. as i guess they made the movie relatively chronologically and water hill and this guy just kept getting more and more at odds with each other where um hill basically tells the stunt coordinator kill the character now so that's why he just gets pushed in front of a train it was like what can we do to get rid of this guy right here and now and it was push him in front of a train (laughs) Like, Hill thought this guy was going to be like the next James Dean when he hired him. Like, and he was going to be the star of the film. But uh, yeah, he was. They just. I, I mean, maybe they're both annoying. That's usually the case in situations like this, right? Because uh, Water Hill, I think, has his own reputation anyway. But yeah, it's like yeah. it's the only time I've heard where it's like, just change the script now and kill this guy. I want him off set. We've already been filming for four weeks. Oh. I can't recast him. <laughs> well, I, I see here that Vermin was supposed to be killed by the Lizzie's, which makes sense because it, it felt like someone was supposed to die in that scene. But the guy who played Vermin just decided to make the character more comical and memorable. So the death scene was taken out. So like That's one a- guy <laughs> dies and one guy gets to survive because of the, you know, comedic exploitation because of how these movies are made basically but i did find interesting that this one really was made like story-wise like on the fly which i don't know that's kind of cool because it is a it's still a studio production right so um yeah i mean it's it's doesn't feel improvised i mean we could you know we can go out there and make our own warriors if we have enough money for craft service tables right so hmm. well the key is to make it simple and that's part of why i like this movie it's just a very go from point a to point b it's a quest it's a magical quest just like the movie that we watched last week Mm. yes um which one are you referring to remember what that was return of the in the name of the king of the dragon sieging okay of the dragon dungeon siege i didn't know if you meant that or you were facetiously meaning once upon a time in america so because that was actually last week (laughs) oh whoops because, you know, sometimes I can't read. I've lived in Japan so long. I can't read sarcasm anymore. I don't know when people are being sarcastic <laughs> or not. <laughs> Damn, that must really suck to talk to me then. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm constantly surrounded by Americans who cannot understand British humor at all. I, th- I think because I do OK, but I've Americans have. British I mean, you you don't do this, Mark, but a lot of Americans. Mm-hmm. And this is why I don't like most American comedy. You have to do a voice when you're telling a joke, which to me ruins the joke. I think yeah, a I good deadpan that. is worthwhile. Yeah, deadpan's well, very sad. Yeah, yeah. Americans are 
so weird about comedy. Like, um, I, I know we'd, we'd sort of gone into this in a previous episode, but what, like, there are, okay, two separate times I was talking to, like, a woman at a party or something, and we feel like we're getting along and we're kind of, they're kind of funny. And then I uh, add them on social media, and they're not funny at all on social media. And I find out they've mm. been taking improv classes. So it was like they were just practicing improv on me. They can't improv on the internet? I guess not. Um, it was kind of sad, really. I mean, our social media things are very different than our actual beings, not, right? Not Which mine. Is... I am myself on social media. I Are, are you maybe. sure? Are you sure? You can't Shit. be too sure. Yeah, I'm constant. I'm I feel myself. like I'm regularly one step away from getting banned from social media because I'm too myself. <laughs> I have like, been and Not a day goes by I don't wish death on Elon Musk, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, my Facebook could... My Facebook could have been deleted. Like, one of the last things I posted before my Facebook was hacked and deleted was a criticism of Facebook. So, who knows, really? Nice. I did consider getting rid of it to the point where I downloaded everything, but then I started doing podcasts and needed it for communication. So <laughs> yeah. I just need Facebook because I use Messenger to talk to my whole family. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at, right? <laughs> so the Messenger is still very useful, yeah. but uh, otherwise I just use it kind of well to promote these podcasts or whatever a little bit. But Facebook's not the best place to do that anyway, I think. Because, yeah, it is starting to become... How annoying do you think the Warriors would be on social media? <laughs> They'd break it their phones just like... too much. <laughs> one of uh, like half of them wouldn't be able to spell and they would constantly be like not taking off my vest to go to the bathroom you know <laughs> stuff like that it would be like a misspelled QAnon times vax that's what it would just say that you yeah. wouldn't know what they meant by that <laughs> yeah you know Ajax would constantly be posting like conspiracy theories yeah 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 or just he'd be Posting pictures of like beautiful women and saying like, "No, I think she's mid. She's not that hot. Just a six. <laughs> that's all." <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess the most important question here is, what is your favorite wacky gang? Can't choose the Warriors, right? They're just, they're just, they, they got nice vests. I guess. I did enjoy the makeup on the baseball gang. That was fun. yeah. Baseball Furies are kind of my favorite, even if they don't actually hit anybody. That's just, it's just so fun. I, I like I, the Lizzie's because obviously I like the idea of a violent gang of lesbians. Yeah, uh, you need. To, were... Have you seen Switchblade Sisters? Of course not. Holy if shit! I, if you haven't shown me it, I'm not going to have seen <laughs> one of these films, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you guys want to hear a list of all the gangs that did and didn't make it into the script? Let's do it. Yes. The Alley obviously Cats, the Amsterdam All Stars, the Baseball Furies, the Black Hands, the Blackjacks, the Big Trains, the Boppers, the Boyle Avenue Runners. The Charlemagnes, the Colt 45s, the Dealers, the Delaney Rovers, the Destroyers, the Dingoes, the E Street Blazers, the Easy Aces, the Electric Eliminators, the 8th Street Bombers, the Fastballs, the 5th Street Bombers, the Fillmores, the Fire Tasters, the Five Points, the Gerards, the Gladiators, the Gohards, the Gunhill Dancers, the Gramercy Rifts, the Hi Hats, the High Rollers, the Homeboys, the Hoplites, the Howitzers, the Hucks, H U K S on H. <laughs> the Hurricanes, the Imps, the Jesters, the Jones Street Boys, the Judas Bunch, the Jupiters, the Knockdowns, the Knuckles, the Lizzies, the Locos, the Magicians, the Meatpackers, the Mongols, the Moonrunners, the Napoleons, the Nickel Stakes, the Night Riders, the Ninth Avenue Razors, 
the orphans, the panzers, the Phillies, the plainsmen, the punks, the Queensbridge mutilators, the real boys, the Red Hook shooters, the roadmasters, the rogues, the Romans, the runaways, the Saracens, the Saratogas, the Savage Huns, the Shanghai Sultans, the Southern Cross, the Speedwagons, the Sports, the Steve Doors, the Stilettos, the Stonebreakers, the Terriers, the Turks, the Turnbull ACs, the Van Cortlandt Rager, Rangers, uh, the Warriors, the Whispers, the Xenophones, the Xylophone, the Yo-Yos, the Youngbloods, the Zodiacs, and the Zulus. If you just hit your for forward 30 seconds on your phone four times, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it was like... Yeah, uh, well, one Luke didn't know what was happening. The Stonebreakers, yes. not the um... Stone Cutters. Oh yeah, Stone Cutters is the one. <laughs> you knew where I was going. <laughs> I was going. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did actually trick you guys into saying that you did want to hear the list, knowing knowing how long the list was. But yeah, also yeah, I tricked the listeners. Is this a list from the book, or is this like just production of the film sort of list? This is from IMDb, our favorite website. Right, but is this it... could just be bollocks that some idiot wrote. Yeah, it's true. But certainly 336, 336 people found it helpful and only 10 found it unhelpful. Oh, okay. They, they might just be all the um, gangs from the video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, the, 336 people, the 336 people who found it helpful were all the different gangs. Each Apparently one belonged to one 60, of them. 60,000 members. In all the gangs of New York, which I, I'm I not sure I trust his math on that. What's the city of? Yeah, I don't even think at this time. Sixty thousand extras here. What? There ten million in the city. I guess that's. Well, they only sent nine from each gang, right? Hmm. So you wouldn't have sixty thousand in the park. No, 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 no. Um, that would be because uh, then the police would probably just blow up the park. So, this is thirty miles, forty-four kilometers. I walked home when the train stopped a few years ago, and it, just a little less than that. I wasn't wearing gang colors. That helped. I was also in Japan. That helped. But, I mean, you went, they could just throw on a t-shirt and walk home, maybe. No, they can't do that. <laughs> Too they much pride? Is it the sin of pride? Because they got to wear their, their swank vest? Yes. Okay. The sin of pride. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't go bopping without, without your uh, proper uniform. Yeah, it is fun that they don't even know what's going on until like more than halfway through the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean that 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 makes it work because they keep getting just uh, side sideswiped by everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with I guess the Lizzie's being the, the final swipe, but uh, yeah, it's almost like not as fun when they know what's going on, right? Except then they get well, a the, the, the line so. where he he reveals that they know what's going on. I was like, oh shit! You mean they didn't know what was going on until now? <laughs> I hadn't realized yeah. they didn't know what was going on until they did know what was going on. Yeah, this movie does a lot of show and don't tell. Like I, I had to look up a lot of names. They're characters whose names are never spoken the entire movie, and like I think kind of a lot. Yeah, of them. I mean, they don't, they don't, like we were mentioning Final Fight earlier. It gives you like every goon's name with their health bar, but I don't need it. <laughs> They're yeah. just goons to be punched. Yeah. Getting back to my first point, though, uh, just I mean, not that I got to interrupt. I'm just saying I, I wanted to ask um, how much to how many Tokyo kilometers have you logged in, in one day? Um, In one day? Yeah. Specifically Tokyo. Um, I mean, you could tell us a mountain if you want, but I was going looking for the urban landscape. Um, an urban landscape, I think somewhere in the 60s. OK, wow. so 
you're you're way but past walking, the Warriors are pussy. Walking to Matsumoto was like eighty. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. That's enough. mountains, and that really fucked up my legs. <laughs> yeah, that's like uh, see, from you to here is better because it's all flat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a very. But I did that one in jeans, like an idiot. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. When I did it, it was like in the middle of the night because the trains weren't running, so I got home at three in the morning. Hmm. So I last you know, time, kind of like oh. this without the without the baseball punk. Sorry, that's the wrong name. I got it wrong. I mixed two. I mean, for me, Idiot. I guess what's fifteen miles in kilometers? Not much, 20 right? Like twenty three. So you you could only do half of the warriors yeah. walk. Yeah, I probably wouldn't make it. I'm not in warrior's shape. You'd pass out in Times Square. I will maybe. say that those long walks that me and Matt are talking about, I didn't have to fight like even a single goon. <laughs> maybe some mosquitoes. Oh. Did, did you have to fight some mosquitoes? I had to fight the mosquitoes to get to Matsumoto. Sounds hard. Yeah. Fighting mosquitoes? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I had to skeet the mosquitoes. Oh, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> oh, and I was gonna say, um, just while we're talking gangs, I I had some love for just how shitty the orphans were. They were entertaining. Yeah, like yeah. that was great. Like I think they, in a way, they they are my favorite of the gangs because they're just like they're not even invited <laughs> yeah. to the party. They just have orphans on the back of like an olive green T-shirt. It's just like, yeah, it's it's very much yeah, a Mickey like... Mouse operation, which they know too. They know that they suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the what's the whole thing. It's the movie. The humor comes from look at these dipshits, and then they kind of show back up. They're like, now we're gonna fight you, and you know, yeah, nobody knows who they are. It's even a scene later where the riffs are like, we don't know who they are. Oh, yeah, they bumped into some guys called the orphans. I don't know. They're, they're not on that one. It's <laughs> great. Orphans suck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, they got theirs, I guess, or they got. They la- they keep languishing in obscurity. Now, do we see less of them in a Clockwork Orange? But how do these gangs rate to the Clockwork gangs? We Maybe... don't see what like crimes they get up to. So I have less reason to like hate these gangs. But I'm sure if we were seeing their day to day life, they are equally horrendous. It was really a style question more than that. But uh, yeah. This sort of follows the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure model where it's sort of like ostensibly this is about a bunch of gangs, but our heroes are kind of heroic and they're on a heroic quest. Well, only part five of JoJo is about gangs. That is true. And he specifically wants to use his power in the mafia to um, to make Italy better. He's but, using you know, the, the gangs as a means to an end. Well, I mean, the, Mark, I've not even got to that part yet, but Oh. My girlfriend has an entire wall of her bedroom dedicated to two characters from that part. Nice. So, <laughs> Last <laughs> week, not even start talking about JoJo's right now. I well, have it... one more thing. One more thing. Last because I haven't seen it, but last week I impressed my daughter by playing, learning to how to play roundabout on guitar. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so oh, she, yeah. ooh, because she likes she likes JoJo. Mm-hmm. So we when she that's what she got from the DVD rental apocalypse. She got like thirty JoJo DVDs. So you're a you're a good father. I haven't seen it though, and also roundabout um, easier to play than you think. Like it sounds hard, but it's not that hard. <laughs> you should watch. We're currently it watching great. through it on Netflix, but I've also read much further ahead on in the manga. Mm. I need to read because I know that it's going to take 
a million years for a steel ball run to come out on animated series and it's going to be a million episodes if they even do it mm. so are we saying jojo is the classist gangs me not knowing much about these gangs at all other than well DVD covers the thing about jojo's is just the story is always different they're they're it's just, yeah. themes it's like um what would you call it what's the film called what's the, what's the wachowski film that you like matt cloud, cloud atlas, atlas. Yeah, it's kind of like Cloud Atlas. Oh, okay. They're all different descendants of the Jojo of the Jotaro family. Ah, not like so. Like it's not as much like Blackadder. Oh, well, Blackadder! So, yeah, it's like a Blackadder, but with ridiculous shonen violence. Do you, Do you <laughs> care about spoilers at all, either of you? I Just don't. For the Italian arc. Um, yeah, no. Please don't tell me because I'm. That's my okay. girlfriend's favorite, and I haven't read it yet. Okay, there he's is, getting to the Italian job. There is no, some really to shut up. You can't talk. You have to stop talking now. Family tree. Shut <laughs> your <laughs> bitch <laughs> mouth, you cunt. <laughs> I lo- we'll talk about it sometime in the future. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I, I like just wanted the- to yell that at you. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy, again, having re- done the, not recently, having done the late night DJ job, I did enjoy the DJ instructions. That was, that was definitely fun. Oh, that was fun. great. Yeah. And that's definitely been ripped off by a bunch of video games. Yeah. Like, yeah, every, like a video game giving you exposition. It's such a video gamey movie. I didn't it didn't really hit me until this watch. It was like, yeah, man, this is very um Kojima-esque sometimes. Like everyone's names are exactly what they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Murderous name's Luther. <laughs> am I am I right? Die hard man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the leader of the rifts is basically Die Hardman. Kind of. I was throwing out um yeah, I was throwing out final fight as me that's what i came away as like the video game version of this until they actually made one uh would you like to correct me as i'm the least gamery here maybe i'm missing like i don't know double dragon is it is that a better fit but what is all all of those scrolling beaters this is definitely inspired mad world was the one i was thinking of if i've played that it was a one of the lesser known platinum games it was on the wii um, I but actually downloaded it and haven't played it yet, but I it's on my list because what did the guy make? He made something else that I that was really uh, interesting. Specifically, Bad World. I'll look it up while you're talking. But in that one, you have like you're doing like ridiculous violence, but it's all like commentated on like a game show, and like there's a TJ talking about what you're doing. I think it's nice. Bender. From Futurama is one of the voice guys doing commentary huh. on all of your Uber violence. Interesting. Um, yeah. Um. But but yeah. Uh, what? Um. Jet Set Radio had a DJ and uh, Fallout mm-hmm. Three had a DJ and. Uh, uh, he made God Hand. Okay. Yeah, it was the God Hand guy. Okay. Oh, yeah, he also God made Hand. Resident Evil Four. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> Shinji Mikami is like one of the old times. Yeah. Made Resident Evil One. <laughs> Wait, I'm looking at uh, Atsushi Inaba. Oh, maybe he wasn't the director of God Hand, but maybe he was involved. Yeah, you're right. He was not the God Hand Dude. of God Hand. God Hand is mm. particularly interesting. Apparently, like it's so, producer. that game is somewhat beloved, but not super successful. Mm-hmm. The director decided that for this project, instead of trying to make a popular game. He was just going to pick one member of his staff and make the perfect game for that dude. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> so he would like, as he's making the game, he'd just be running it by this one guy. Like, 
Do you like it? Yeah. You want me to change that? Okay. Then just try to make the perfect game for this one guy. You like furries, do you? <laughs> well, I mean, the... it does involve a fair amount of spanking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The leader, the, the uh, announcers are uh, Bender from Futurama and Greg Proops from Whose Line Is It Anyway? I got to play this. This looks great. What what is the, what is the guy's name? Because it, it's like, it's not, is it, is it Joe DiMaggio like the baseball player? John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. John. Okay. See, that's why I've been confused for so many years. <laughs> Joe and John. Like, you know, you don't really see the difference when you just glance at the name. Coincidentally, it being my birthday, the day after my birthday, actually, um, one of my favorite games of all time, which is a game that Matt you turned me on to, actually, Might and Magic Clash of Heroes, was just given a Switch release today. Have you mm. played that, Luke? No, that sounds like something I would not enjoy. You have it, it is in a your puzzle apartment game. now. <laughs> it is a puzzle oh, yeah. game where you... um, It's sort of a puzzle strategy hybrid where you just line up a bunch of armies and you form... Oh, I remember and... seeing it in magazines back in the day. Yeah, I've got I've got Matt's big stack of DS games, so I could play it, I guess. Yeah, Give it a shot. Right. You might like it. You might not. I did literally I finish Zelda last night, so... Nice. Hell it's yeah. actually a good time to suggest games to me. <laughs> I mean, this I, is, I really... is on-the-shitter sort of game, right? I mean, yeah. That's what Matt, I, I have a Switch. All my games are on-the-shitter yeah. games now. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, for sure. But there's still a certain I get mentality. pissed off when I'm playing a PS4 game. I'm like, I have to stop to go to the <laughs> other room. This is bullshit. <laughs> well, you can get Project Q. Oh, yeah, or you get that... Is that the fucking two hundred dollar? <laughs> yeah, two hundred dollar screen mobile phone sellotape to a couple of PlayStation controllers. Yeah, that everybody can't wait to see how bad it fails because it's the stupidest idea ever. Mm -hmm. That's what they said about the iPad. Yeah, but you know what? I don't. I have an iPad that I don't ever use, and I'm about to sell it. Yeah, I still. I still think the iPad is dumb. Okay, yeah, I have it's two like, iPads. I've got a computer and a phone. I don't need an in betweeny. I've got, I've got two iPads, but that's admittedly because the newer one doesn't do the things it should be able to do. So I'm, you know, a backhanded <sighs> slapping Apple there. Um, an iPad little... would be, it should be an extension of your phone, not like a separate replacement phone. Like it should be designed better than it is. It's just they just they, took they, a phone. I have and made seen it the big. phones where they like fold like this and then they're like tablet sized. That could be pretty cool. I mean, I really just recently have realized I like Windows. And I don't like Apple stuff as much. So I wish everything was Windows. On the laptop, I've, never been yeah, an I've Apple always, guy. always been Windows on the laptop. So I just kind of stumbled into to Appling because that's what they gave us, which I guess is... Well, that's it. And once they get you, it's hard to get out. Yeah. yeah. So, iPad. The thing is, iPads... The reason I stopped using an iPad for music purposes is because iPads... GarageBand doesn't work anymore. Is that why? <laughs> Well, uh, you can't do multitasking on it. Well, you can't control multitasking. If your iPad decides that it's something is using too much memory, it just closes a app in the background. You can't do anything about it, which yeah. is terrible for music because you're going to be running a few things at once. Anyway, or not. On, that's that's the catch with my newer one is that I basically cannot use it to make music. So uh, for a couple of yeah. reasons, which sucks. I'm done. Yeah, I I'm done. I'm just going to buy more and more Windows laptops and just be surrounded by laptops. I'm going to I'm going to have a bathroom fight with with Apple over my last yep. iPad. Um, actually, something I do like, despite it being a, a... I'm glad Steve Jobs is dead. <laughs> Me too. Being a lunkheaded, not Steve Jobs, but being a <laughs> lunkheaded exploitation film, because uh, Steve Jobs is not a film. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> 
Well, actually, it was Maybe a film, wasn't it? <laughs> Twice. Yeah, I think there were two of them. There was. There was a there was so, the, um, Danny Boyle one and the Ashton Kutcher one. Yeah. Uh, but I was so there's to... an yeah, Orson a bunch Welles. of thinly veiled ones as well. Yeah, Orson Welles narration that was left out but put on the director's no, cut. No, no, no. Oh, no I should. The, it... You're. Um, he he wanted Orson Welles to do the narration and it ended up doing it himself oh. in 2005. So. That You're makes not... sense because the, the reason I could go ahead and explain why I wanted you guys to watch the real actual cut, theatrical cut, is because Walter Hill recut it in the uh, late 90s, or early 2000s with all these comic panels because he really wanted people to know that the, this was fictional and that the violence wasn't real. I think he just sort of <laughs> lost his mind later on. The thing is, when this film premiered, there was there was violence, like three or four people died like were killed in screenings of this it actually did get like rough because it was the 70s that's so weird because i was watching it in 2023 and thinking like god you know what this film is lacking violence yeah <laughs> there's all these scenes of not violence when violence yeah. isn't on the screen the audience should be asking where's the violence yeah my it's just like my... exorcist where exorcist isn't that scary but it like freaked people out because the marketing worked so well hmm I was just talking from a story point of view, which is why I was mentioning the exploitation stuff. Like the, the warriors actually know when to run and when to stand their ground. They're actually very good at that. Mm -hmm. Like more so than most yeah. people in most movies. <laughs> Maybe they yeah. should be called the runners. Yeah. Or the, uh, which the, also the... would have been a better title for the film. Cause that's what they're doing. It's like trying to do a run, right? Yeah. Mm. It should be called take me to back to Coney Island before this guy stabs me. In recent years, there terrible. actually has been a Warriors run in New York where people yeah, do yeah, I saw that on Coney Island. So <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you can crack those uh, 15 miles, Mark, if you want. <laughs> great. Yeah, I, I'll just run 15 miles real quick. Um, I definitely okay. is it can just, do that. Is it just a run or do they have like people chasing you? I think that would be an important part of it. Like people chase you. Probably on just run. a run, but I bet they put costumes on. They're throwing bats at your legs. Yeah, yeah, they need people you chasing have to go as a to themed gang. Keep you motivated. Oh, I'm sure you would. Yeah, <laughs> why wouldn't you? I'm okay, well, a... here's the question: If you're forming your warrior style street gang, what's your theme? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. It requires some thinking, which is why I'm stalling by saying this. Um... So my shtick has always been: I wear a lot of bright colors and I like pink. So the and Mario. that's also how I always design my characters in like video games, right? That's how that's why I first started wearing pink was because when I was playing Halo, I was like, right, how am I gonna be unique? Everyone else is trying to look cool and badass. I'm gonna make the most bright neon pink Spartan I can make. Well, that's actually kept, kind of I kept doing it semi ironically until pink just actually became my favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that's actually kind of a bragging rights thing because when I was when I was first playing Halo Online, everyone was choosing like brown Spartans, so you couldn't see them. So yeah, you're yeah, yeah, intentionally giving yourself a disadvantage by making yourself like stick out. So you're sort of like, yeah, look at me. That's sort of I'm sort of doing that in Halo Infinite when I play it. I have like a pink mohawk because I'm like, sick. Yeah, look at that. And then yeah, when me and my friends played um, Mass Effect Online, we all had matching bright pink armor. Hell yeah, looks pretty boss. So yeah, that would be my aesthetic. Cool, like the neons um, I, or something. I would just be like a gang of people who are who are dressed nice and then have ADHD. Mine's going to be the uh, hooligans, and they're all wearing like old timey sailor costumes and stuff. 
Yes. Pretty cool. Well, like like the like the stripy vest and t-shirts, vest and short swimming costumes. Yeah. With the straw hat. And they're gonna carry the big lollies, but that's what they yes. hide their knife behind the big lolly. So in the <laughs> big lolly, I'm with you with the lolly. Or maybe the lolly is actually on a knife, so they just pull it out mm. of the lolly and then stab you, and you get sugar poisoning yeah. too because there's so much sugar on the knife. Is that how yeah. it works? My answer sucks now. Okay, my my gang is now uh, has a vat of acid, and they roll around with a vat of acid, and they dump the vat of acid on somebody, and then they run away. That kind of makes they me don't think have of acid the, anymore. <laughs> that makes me think of the blood dumpster from Space Ghost. Yes. <laughs> Where, exactly. what, what is the character's name? I forget. It's the yeah the mantis guy and he's he's gonna get a spinoff TV show where he Zorak, Zorak yeah where he puts people yeah. in the sewers and chases them with his blood dumpster which is like a wheelchair with like spinning blades and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a cool gang, yeah. Though the blood dumpsters, okay, yeah, blood and dumpsters. That wouldn't be my gang though. Mine, mine is the hooligans. So, my mine is we have a vat of acid gang. The chemists. <laughs> the chemist, yeah. yeah. That's kind of a Breaking Bad thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone shows yeah, up in a like flannel shirt in their underwear, their tidy whities That's that's the gang. <laughs> nah, I don't want to. I don't want to just rip off Breaking Bad. I want to be sort of original. But that wasn't. Oh, see, anyway. I, I assumed ripping. you were ripping off um, Rick and Moy. <laughs> yeah, I guess that. I guess I sort of am. I'm just ripping off uh, sci-fi in general. Mm. <laughs> I'm not. It's like I guess the Trekkies rolling Star Trek uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> the gangs beat the shit out of us. Because <laughs> we uh, always yeah. try and fight by doing a two fisted punch, and that's not actually effective. <laughs> You're like all wearing di- outfits from different series. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't coordinate. Just yeah. have laser pointers since phasers aren't a real thing. <laughs> Four of us have laser pointers, and one of us just bought a fucking revolver. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're like phasers to stun. <laughs> Damn, those truckies are dangerous. That doesn't look like a phaser burn. <laughs> Matt, so- you know, uh, you know, Tori at South School. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, recently his thing has been we're doing little arts and crafts projects where I make him weapons from Fortnite right. but then this week he wanted me to make him a very specific World War 2 Japanese officer revolver <laughs> <laughs> I should note that this is one of the kids that I, when I see them around I make sure to stand sideways around them so as okay. not to get a sudden punch to the nuts <laughs> Jesus <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, now he's gonna pistol whip you with the revolver. Yeah, unfortunately, it's made out paper. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I get pistol whipped with paper. That's fine. You might get a paper cut. I should probably yeah, stop true. mentioning like students by name on podcasts. I did it on the Zelda one the other day as well. Oh, okay, <laughs> just beep it out. Why well, yeah, not my Twilight Zone beep? Yeah, only my Twilight Zone beep. That's all I have. You can use that. Who cares? Mm. Use the sound of someone getting punched from the Warriors. <laughs> that's way too much work. <laughs> well, that's the thing but, you said. Matt, there's not that I much. Don't know, I don't know if you'll find this disappointing, but do you know what this film and its gangs mostly reminded me of? What? The gangs in Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that's great. I can, I can, I can go with that. Like as much as I d- especially don't really dig Batman and Robin. I, I 
definitely like the gangs in it. Which who who gets which famous? Is it a rapper gets a gang in there? Which one is it? Coolio or something? Yeah, I think it's Coolio. Yeah, that's cool, Leo. But the thing about like this movie is such a Halloween movie without being implicitly a Halloween movie, and all those Batman movies are Halloween movies because they're in costumes. Did they actually say this is October thirty first? Okay. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. It just feels like Halloween. Because okay, because I didn't. I a didn't bunch of people dressed up out at night. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, bumping into other groups with a different theme. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes having clowns. a good time, sometimes having a bad time. <laughs> I just assumed that's how yeah. everyone dressed in the seventies. This isn't the seventies, so this is the future. Well, this is a, this is a dystopian future. So they film. were like. So they were like the. Yeah, I, I didn't get that at all. I just thought this is what New York was like in the seventies. I think it's this a, is what New York was like in the seventies. It doesn't. It doesn't really succeed at that. It's, I mean, it probably would have been perfectly obvious if you saw it in nineteen seventy nine. But it's one of the things mm. where you can't. But but at the same time, I love that because it's so much more effective to do a futuristic movie if you don't go super far in the future or try to be like yeah yeah yeah. Uh, Demolition Man, where it's like it's 1996 and we can cryogenically freeze people now. Yeah. <laughs> Running Man, that's just a game show. Man, every, yeah. yeah, all these. Yeah, men. we don't see much of the life outside the game show. The Warrior Man, other than America has become a um, dystopia. Lucky that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing about the thing about the Running Man that's unrealistic is that no network would pay for a show that nice. That is assume that <laughs> streaming would you know if the networks had kept been able to stay on top of things, we would have that TV show. Streaming just killed it, right? Yeah, it would just be like a cheap thing where it it would be a CGI blade that looked like it killed somebody and then they just drag them off screen and shoot them in the head. <laughs> okay, so I did write for the fight with the punks. Uh, my note is fuck up with the violence. So um I guess mm -hmm. yeah, that was well, cool. yeah, when the violence came, it was fun. Yeah, it's that's... just a lot of the film is spent more on like tension and avoiding fighting. It is, which is like smart. you're saying, they're actually smart enough not to fight most of the time. Whereas yeah, I was it... fully expecting just like ten minutes of setup and then eighteen minutes of just punch ups with different gangs. <laughs> that I mean, that cool, might but... have been the Michael Bay version if that ever got made. I was yeah. disappointed that we did not get a full-on beach bra. I mean, it, narratively, it makes sense. And yes, it makes the warriors but, like a little sharper. But I wanted beach bra. But it was a cool, it was cool shit how he just threw a knife at that dude's arm. And he like... Yeah, but I wanted he, like 20 more things like that in a beach bra. He brought a knife yeah, it was, to a gunfight. It was a cool film. It was just a slightly different cool film than I was expecting. Mm. Yeah, it's more of a... It was a you know, almost a smarter film than I was expecting. Yeah. I mean, yeah, what what did you know, Water Hill go on to make? 48, 48 hours movies. He made uh oh Streets yeah. of Fire. That's definitely a cousin to this one. Yeah. You guys seen Streets of Fire? Uh I don't think I have actually. It's Is like, that Willem Dafoe in it? I think it does. It's been a while since I've seen it. Um our mutual friend Devin made me watch it once because it basically has this ridiculous, like they go all in with this 80s slash 50s kind of like stray cats aesthetic with the gang violence which is bizarre so it's kind of like watching like a youth violence dick tracy or something <laughs> well interestingly the um which i didn't know until i read all this imdb trivia was uh the writer of the book i think his name is sol Urich. he wrote this book as a rebuttal to west side story 
He was like, West Side Story is based on his experience as a New York City welfare department worker. So that itself is pretty cool because I I like the music in West Side Story, but I was the about movie to say, did he have to cut cheesy. the tunes? <laughs> the, the 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 movie version of West Side Story, I think, is really cheesy. Okay, me and West Side Story is a little weird. One. I never oh. never got into like listening to it really, right? I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never seen the movie in any form, but I have played the orchestral um, mashup of the tunes like 10 times with orchestras. Hmm. <laughs> so I've played the music a ton, but I've never watched it and never actually listened to it. So that, that's where but, I am. At. I should see the Spielberg as the musical. Uh, oh, sure. that's West Side Story, right? So No, no, but no. specifically the Warriors. With the same amount of violence I, and the same exact plot. Oh God, yeah, that's yes. great. They do that with ton- <laughs> is there maybe there is one for all I know. It sounds like something that someone would have done already. <laughs> like they put seventies music into it, and it's like nowhere to run, and everybody's just doing a nowhere to run, nowhere to hide dance number. Yeah, and then cool. they Blitzkrieg Bop for the punks, right? I, I feel sure. like we have to keep it American punks because it's uh, they're in New York City, but. <laughs> Well, do I have to read a one-star review to have this? I take, guess take me out to the ball game for the for the yes. baseball. Yeah, that'd be great. Dun, da, da, that'd be kind of clockwork orangey, I guess. But dun, da, 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 they use the bats in the musical, right? Let's, <laughs> let's not just let's not just do a cock tease with those bats. A bat. I feel like there is a movie cocks. with where that song plays and someone gets hit with a baseball bat, and I I'm can't sure remember. Was it The Untouchables? Yeah. Maybe it could have been this one. That that is a flaw in this movie. <laughs> it's all slow, slow motion. I don't remember that from the Untouchables. I only saw it fairly recently. So I say fairly recently, one. like eighteen months ago. <laughs> uh, it's De Palma, man. I love De Palma. I I don't like Kevin Costner, but he it succeeds in spite of him. I think you're not. I mean, he's 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 well cast in that. The Postman's not your hero. No, he's not he cannot bring me my mail. Okay. You don't like seeing Kevin Costner drink his own piss in Waterworld? <laughs> okay, well, maybe. But that has Dennis Hopper in it, so it's like Dennis Hopper would cancel him out, I think. And you should, and that's one where you're not supposed to see the movie. You're just supposed to go see the stunt show, which is apparently really good. <laughs> like it's still Yeah, running. it was there when we went to USJ, but we didn't see it. Oh, kind of you, wish I had. You missed the true Waterworld experience then. Yeah. Kevin Costner is one of these guys He's in a lot of films I like, but I don't think I like him. <laughs> yeah, that that's sort of the thing is he has just no charisma. He's like a Jason Patrick. Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking if I, I actually like him in a movie, and I I do like him just getting like instantly blown away in Man of Steel. That's kind of fun. He's just like bye. You know, uh, then... That was like the worst thing to me because he was just like so standing stupid. there waiting to die <laughs> to teach to teach superman a lesson i will hey, teach no way. you a lesson you need to, to teach see me a die. bad lesson that like yeah you should not use your powers to help people well also that's just insanely unrealistic like nobody's gonna be like no you can't use your powers i'll risk my life no like, i'll, I'll don't... commit my life to death i mean there's no way he's getting out of that right <laughs> That, that's There's a no risk involved. He just stood there and died. <laughs> yeah, because uh, that, that was what lesson. the movie. Yeah, it was time for him to die, so he stood there and died. Like that, that was the the extent of it. It. I I hate when uh, movies are totally unrealistic about what people would actually. People people are not usually suicidal. 
like normal and under normal circumstances. Like, do you remember in Prometheus when there was one scene where the guys are in like a shuttle and they're trying to get away and that the whatever the black goop is trying to kill them and they're just like, yeah, fuck it. And they just crash the helicopter like suddenly for no reason. People make anyway, weird decisions in that movie. <laughs> yeah, they're weird decisions. Yeah, the, the literal mapping expert is gets lost. So, <laughs> or, or Black Panther when Killmonger is like, "Nah, man, don't heal me. I'm fine. I'm just gonna die." I thought that moment was pretty good. It was poignant. I think maybe it was, it was just there were too many dead villains in those movies, and just like just just um, black- and they they brought him back anyway. In a way, Killmonger is the ultimate, like, oh shit, our villain is correct. We met, better make him do a few extra evil things. Maybe they, uh, maybe that's why they killed him. They they had to get rid of him and so he didn't start like socialism in Wakanda or something. Yeah, like literally, that's what I'm saying. The film <laughs> yeah. had to kill him because they accidentally made their good guy make more sense, the bad guy make more sense than their good guy. Yeah. And now we've just got Bob Iger ruining everything. And then, um, People were complaining about Avatar because, like, their villain was too on the nose. I'm like, no, it's just because that's what actual villains are like. But all of the most of the Hollywood films are like, they want to have a hero who protects the status quo, so they have to make all their villains jump through all these hoops. Whereas, like, no, actually, the villain is just a military-industrial complex, and you should burn it all down. Just could be a bad guy. Hey, yeah. did you guys watch uh, the Shredder video I sent you? Yes, it was uh, insane. The end was the best. It's it's one of the best villain responses because when he finishes the song, I hate music, and then you just instantly hear a bunch of ten year old boys going boo. And that was <laughs> oh my. That, so if you didn't make it to the end, the last three seconds of the video was actually the best part of uh, the Shredder's "I Hate Music" from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Tours. Ninja I mean, I think coming the... out of our shells tour. Sorry, I had a lot of words spit out. Oh, I, I just think the best part was when the Shredder took a CD and put it into a Shredder while he did a song called I Hate Music that was a music song. Yeah, I know. That's why I sent it to you. It's fantastic. Sh- the Shredder put music into Shredder while he sang music about music. Well, it, it was 1992, so it was probably a bunch of old white guys being like, well, he's rapping, so it's not music. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. <laughs> And he only hates music because the Turtles have decided to start a band. You know, we don't know what the Shredder thought a few months earlier. If maybe he was, maybe he liked to listen to, you know, City Pop or something. We don't know. He was always worried about his enemies starting to make music because he always hated it. And he was like, they would do something like this. The Foot Clan would have been cool in this movie. Yeah. Absolutely. The Foot Clan would fit right in. With Shredder, yeah, they'd fit right in. The, the I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would not because they're not people. But um, Well, what if you just put the, nin- the Ninja Turtles in this in place of the Warriors? <laughs> that would work, right? That, is, is that that 1990 movie, basically? They probably probably made that movie. Ninja Turtles movie with that plot. <laughs> yeah, the, it was kind of, they were hiding and running. I guess they weren't um, getting arrested or anything. But So there's a double feature, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 1990, and the Warriors. It makes sense, yeah. Um, yeah. Turtles have cooler costumes, although they are running around naked, basically, I guess, when you think about it. Matt, what like... is your beef with pronouncing the middle R in the word warriors? Warriors, warriors, war- war- warriors, 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 it's warriors. His, um, it's his mid whatever, is it, um, is it Vermont southern, accent, southern accent, Vermont. Not, I think he's claiming the, Where the you, where's your Delaware, 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 Delaware Jersey, 
I guess, well, I guess Jersey's its own thing. But uh, uh, the Warriors would not like you if you're from Jersey, man. <laughs> I'm not. No, this is more south. Uh, I'm not from there. I was well, born in Atlanta. But he's talking about where my family's from. But you know, yeah, none of us up. have accents because. Uh, because oh, that's a very Atlanta. American thing to say. Yeah. I don't have an accent. <laughs> he he means because Atlanta's like an oasis. Because if Com- you drive 20 miles in any direction away from Atlanta, you're gonna get a whole lot of people talking like this, and you need you know having some fixings well, to. You don't well, have that a, specific accent. Yeah, there's Everyone a. Everyone has I mean, an accent. My mom uh, moved to Washington D.C. when she was a teenager, and she was basically, she has this accent where she has tried to get rid of her southern accent with mixed results. So she's always had this weird, like, I don't want to sound like a southerner accent. So I that's don't... what I grew up absorbing, and also just New York stuff. Like my yeah, accent that... is kind of New Yorkish because so much media I consumed was like rap, all of New York when in the eighties. Well, Atlanta, living in Atlanta, especially having a Southern accent is kind of like a badge of I'm I'm going rednecking on the weekends, right? Mm. <laughs> I mean, there, yeah, I've, there are exceptions the people I for know sure who have accents. Most people I know who have Southern accents did not grow up in Atlanta, and a lot of the ones I know who don't have Southern accents grew up outside of Atlanta. So it's uh, and moved into Atlanta. Just um, weird. I don't know if I'll. I don't know if I'll have anyone to guest on this podcast. Oh yeah, maybe one. We'll okay. see. Maybe you'll get. Maybe you'll get an accent. Look well, forward to that. Luke's point is, you always get an accent, but we. You're talking the southern. Yeah, accent. Everyone right, has an accent. Specify. Everyone has an accent. Just to specify the southern accent. Um, yes. You said you had a one. I just try to enunciate things so everyone can understand them if they speak English. Mm. You say you got a one a onesie for us. A one oh uh I was trying to oh I decide from these and they're all bad. Um all right. Well they're they're all uh low effort and not hilariously. Mm. Okay, here we go. Don't waste your time, please. By Elmer LFP. Uh one of the most mind numbingly awful movies I've ever seen. This film masquerades as a gritty battle of New York City gangs in which a noble few, the Warriors, make their way through daunting odds to their home turf on Coney Island. In reality, this is a microcosm of everything that is destroying America. Number one, <laughs> obsession with New York City, which for the past fifty years has degenerated in the most pathetic cesspool in America, although it still fancies itself the big apple. Number two, romanticizing thuggery and debauchery. Number three, silly obsession with the lowest and most idiotic people who have about as much in common with ancient Greek heroes, see opening sequence, as Homer has with such frauds as Jack Kerouac or Maya Angelou. (laughs) The time wasted on this movie would be better spent reading a good book, napping, or playing with your dog. 15 of 43 found this helpful. So at least (laughs) what we watched gets rid of one of those points because we did not get the Greek intro. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so he could. So really, he could give this movie a two because we just knocked out one of his five points. Was it five? I think he's he would be mad that we watched it. I mean, I don't want to take any advice or input from a guy who throws in little, just a, throws a little insult to Maya Angelou in the middle of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I think we know we know person who's. Um, whose opinions are not worth listening to. Yeah, thuggery is also suspect. Uh, and debauchery. Mm. Thuggery and debauchery. Debauchery. Don't forget, don't forget yeah. the debauchery. That's important. <laughs> and, and, and the idea that this was written in 2012, 
like the idea that New York City has degenerated from 1962 to 2012. Dude, New York City was legitimately terrifyingly dangerous uh, in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, they disnified it, right? Yeah, if anything, they destroyed it by disnifying it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, re- I remember reading a critique of superhero films that, like, for superhero films to make sense, they always have to pretend that crime rates are on the rise. But actually, they're almost always going down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I love to make that point on Reddit. And then, you know, sometimes people are nice about it. And sometimes people are like, well, I saw my neighbor get robbed. So crime is up. Like people just that's uh, genuinely how Americans think sometimes. And I'm just yep. like, what am I? Well, yeah, that's how that's how the news pulls it off. Right. Is by just. Mm-hmm. If you just tell one scary story a day, that's enough to keep people thinking that there's lots of scary things happening. Yeah, I mean, that's why this is an exploitation movie is because this is absurd. This movie is absurd. There is not sixty thousand gang members <laughs> ready to <laughs> conquer New York at a moment's notice. And five yeah, walking around in clown outfits. In the near future, there could be. Um, well, no, most of the crime news in Japan these days are like geriatric people stabbing other geriatrics over petty arguments. Yeah, even that's probably down <laughs> over time. But but yeah, you know, people tell you their their crime experience and you're supposed to be well, I see your point, crime is up because if you tell them well, statistics have nothing to do with your personal experience, then you're suddenly an asshole or something. It's Our just, car uh, radio was stolen while we were in the Toko Hills Theater watching City Slickers. Uh, my car stereo was stolen in front of my house. Mm. Anyway. Reminds me of in the days before Brexit when I would post some like in- interesting you know, fact or statistic and the reply I'd get on Facebook is like, oh great, more statistics. <laughs> and I'm like... Oh, <laughs> you don't want to base your beliefs on facts, like uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Although you you can play with statistics if you want to quite a bit. Yeah, but like The Rock loves to. That's why all of his movies are very successful. Right? That's why Black Adam was one. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent of people who saw Black Adam loved it. Here's a graph, and it's just this red circle. I'm the Rock. <laughs> But you can't argue with The Rock, can you? I mean, I could if he'd listen to me, but he won't. <laughs> well, what would you say to The Rock? I'd say... Uh, it doesn't pants. matter what you'd say to The Rock. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'd be like, can you go fight Mankind again, please? That'd be pretty cool. Make that a movie. Oh, I miss It Doesn't Matter. It Doesn't Matter it was great. Yeah. Bring it back. Fight All <laughs> Mankind. Yeah, so they'd be good miniseries or documentary or something matt go to youtube and look up mankind versus the rock okay Just do it <laughs> Just do it not into second mankind was an unhinged wrestler who wore a crazy like mask and a gimp outfit and his special move was taking a sock and shoving it in someone's throat throat not just the mouth okay well mouth yeah <laughs> I mean, he put it pretty far down that throat. So Yeah, he would get it as far down their throat as they would let him, probably. <laughs> That's as much as they'll let me. Have you ever seen the clip of the shocker, Mark? The shocker? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Does he get people in the 
Back in the front. It's like it's meant to be this big reveal of a new wrestler, and it's just a big fat guy in a sparkly stormtrooper helmet, <laughs> and he bashes through like a paper wall, and then the helmet falls off. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm gonna watch that. The We're first, done. the first and last appearance of the Shocker. <laughs> oh, even the Shockmaster. Oh, it might be Shockmaster. Yeah, you might. Okay. Right. No, I'm gonna watch that as soon as we're done. I, I'm the 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 whatever screenshot from it that's on YouTube. The thumbnail is amazing. Yep. Instantly failed live characters are are always fun. There was one also um, where uh, when the Mighty Ducks hockey team had their premiere, they they actually got rid of their mascot like halfway through the uh, presentation because everyone hated the mascot so much. Like he doesn't show up <laughs> in the second half because it was clear that nobody liked the the character. The, the guy himself, you know, was, you know, he had a job to do and did the job they told him to do and nobody liked it. I've um I've only seen Monster Trucks one time and something happened at the end that was one of the, the most amazing thing. I think the whole night was some evil truck came out and there was like a sc the screen had the name of the truck. I don't remember what the name of the truck was, but this crazy, scary music played. It was like, dun, 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 dun. And the truck came out and started kind of like crushing stuff. And then it drove really close to one of the, the trucks from previous in the uh, night and sort of clipped it. And then it just stopped and it just sat there and it sat there for probably three minutes and the scary music kept playing. And then it just <laughs> turned around and left. <laughs> well, they jump started it. Good for them. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, I think that they hit someone's car by mistake and they were like, oh shit. <laughs> What do I do? What do I do? I guess we should start closing this one down unless someone has a something something they want to go warring about. No, I feel like after Warriors. Warriors. After the rant we gave to um Once Upon a Time in America. What what is different between that film and this film? Considering they both feature a cast of assholes and sex pests. This one's well, fun, the, and the sex pest instantly the, gets handcuffed. Yeah, the sex pest yeah, is a shithead a the entire time. So that does work, and he gets arrested, which and you don't feel bad for him. So at least this movie feels like it has but more even of a heart Swan, like, at one point, says to Mercy, maybe we should run a train on you. I bet you'd like it. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's some <laughs> toxic bullshit going on, but... They drop the F slur like... a lot. Yeah, but, but I mean, I think it's also, I think Ajax, it is, right? it is like, yeah, I think, I think it actually is mostly him who says that. It, I think it is kind of meant to parody, like, that toxic kind of masculinity. Yeah, it's, um... That might be part of why this film, and like, yeah, it, it's an exploitation film, it's not pretending to be high art. And it doesn't uh, have, like, sad, mournful bits where you're meant to feel sorry for Ajax, you know? Yeah, I admit it is kind of problematic, but at the same time, it feels at least a little bit like it feels like the film itself isn't telling you that all the stuff these people are doing is cool. And you feel like maybe maybe mm. Swan is just is just saying that he'd run a train on her just to be a dick and it does oh, yeah, no yeah. intention of actually doing it. But, but, I, but like, like his actions don't seem that way, right? Yeah, but it's like, who knows? Like you were saying, we don't know what these people are like after the. Because I'm sure if you play the PlayStation game, it's like you you beat the shit out of a hundred people and yeah, for yeah, nothing. Yeah. From what I understand, the game's mostly prequel, and then the very end of it's like the movie, basically. 
Yeah, like, I don't, don't remember. You're in. I mean, I haven't played. I'm just going by what I read, right? <laughs> I had it and I just sort of dabbled and didn't really. Uh, during When that game came out, I think I was just playing Burnout 3 like all the time and nothing else. Mm. Oh, that's a good game, yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Mark Malik, the dabbler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, I deserve to get arrested. Maybe it is like, you know, like uh, we, we were also talking about Once Upon a Time in America. At least I was throwing out my my platonic idea of the gangster film is like many people's Goodfellas and Casinos, which takes a bit of the Warriors, takes a bit of the of Once Upon a Time in America and then the Godfather and kind of makes like a pop culture artifact out of it. Right. Yeah. I don't know how much the Warriors directly influenced a lot of the 80s stuff, but I'm just talking like the flavor, you know, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it certainly influenced the exploitation. I think the exploitation had some voice in the in Goodfellas Casino because I feel like that's the the special sauce that makes those. Again, I don't, I don't know. I that might not at all be what he was thinking, but that's just how I yeah. how I, how it feels, man. It it felt like it definitely influenced like Tony Scott and Michael Bay somewhat. Like it, their their styles feel like they kind of move in that in that way or maybe it's Walter Hill that influenced them or maybe it's just like, me oh go ahead I was saying that it felt like Top Gun sometimes like the pacing of it yeah I definitely didn't think it was about Top Gun watching this but sure why not <laughs> oh, just you know the pacing the editing the the well Top Gun is have you watched Top Gun recently it's a very dark shadowed shrouded movie Probably watched it three or four years ago. Yeah, but so not it like played in the theater a couple years ago. So I saw it fairly recently, and I've watched it many times. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the new one, but I'm sure that is not. Oh like man, be up your street. Yeah, I, I probably should. New one um, is good. A bunch. Well, I heard the new the new Mission Impossible is apparently like a Kojima movie or something. I might go. Have you seen this? this? Uh, My, the only thing I, I saw so there was like a, a headline from a review that was like a. Incredible stunts can't save this film's terrible plot. And then the the quote tweet was just like, I bet they can. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I got to admit, the last, I mean, Tom Cruise is a a villain for sure, but man, the last Mission Impossible was pretty decent. Like, listen, if um, he can keep building an entire film career on the next insane stunt he wants to do, I'm all for it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the, the whole, that, Possibly had a better bathroom fight than the Warriors. I, I've seen bits of that bathroom fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I've only thick. seen the first three Mission Impossibles. So I basically stopped before they got good. Is what <laughs> I, I, I like the first one, but yeah, it's different. It's a different thing. The second one's like where I hated in the theater. And then when I watched it again many years later, I, I enjoyed it because I, basically I knew I was getting into this second time, I guess, and I, I could have fun with it. I mean, so. It's John Woo. I mean, he he was fresh off Face Off, I think, right? Also, at that point, you I mean, you have the TV series, of course, but you only have Mission Impossible 1 and 2, so it's 1 or 2. Now, when you have, like, 6, mm. you know, 2 is, like, its own thing, mm. and it's kind of fun. I mean, you know, like, like I, I guess that's kind of the Tokyo drift of Fast and Furious movies or something. When I, I was know. a kid, all the racing boys fucking loved Tokyo Drift. They would all tell you that was the best one. Well, and it's just uh, because it's the one that's mostly actually about street racing. The cop in this movie that arrests Ajax does do a Tokyo drift right when, before he gets out of his car, which is pretty cool. He just drifts. I, I like. I haven't seen any of the Best and Furious movies, but I love drifting. 
Oh, you should watch that. Big Drifter. Yeah, I should watch. I should watch all of them. Um, Matt also hasn't seen any of the Fast and Furious movies, so neither of you has any business having a film podcast when you've never even seen cinema. Yeah. You're right. A, a friend of mine shared me just a clip from Hobbs and Shaw, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I should. Hobbs and Shaw, oh, Hobbs and Shaw is the one Matt has seen. I have Hobbs and Shaw's now. great. The final but, act is just two, like three bald men punching each other in the rain in slow motion. <laughs> the problem it was is some like, scene where Jason Statham and The Rock were just like killing people and just looking at each other, like killing their way through a security checkpoint. I was just like, this is incredible. This is great. My uh, yeah, yeah, they both on... on either side of the glass. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. My flaw is I keep trying to put on five, six, seven, or eight, but I'll do it like one in the morning and pass out in fifteen minutes, and then never get back to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what's well, um, on is fun, yeah, but I, I, I need to double in down. Eight, on it. There's a bit where they're having a car chase on top of like a glacier, and a submarine's chasing them, and the submarine <laughs> shoots a torpedo at the rock's jeep. So the rock hangs out of his jeep and redirects the torpedo to hit a bad guy's car. <laughs> That's and in Hobbs and Shaw, there's a bit where The Rock pulls a helicopter out of the sky with a chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta do this. Uh, sometimes I'm like, oh, I, I should watch all of those movies and then tweet about them or something. But I know some, I think someone's already done that a hundred times. I think mm-hmm. watching it's some kind of rite of passage for humans to watch all those movies and talk about them. One of um. One of my favorite things has happened in Japan. We all went into this like little like gastro bar place and they had some Japanese TV on. And like 10 minutes after we'd shut down, we'd sat down. They'd switched all their TVs to playing the first Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> and we were like, wait, shit, did they just see white people walk in and put Fast and Furious on? <laughs> no, they put on Wild Speed. That's true. They did put on Wild Speed. <laughs> that's what it's called that's such a better name oh wow. um, it's called and the sequels get even more it's like wild speed wild speed max wild speed super max <laughs> wild, <laughs> and then Hobbs and is called wild speed super combo <laughs> <laughs> that's great that sounds like delicious uh meals from speedway it's, it's sometimes guess. the japanese titles like again uh i like last night, a kid's talking about how he likes to play Biohazard, right? So I got to be like, well, it's called Resident uh-huh. Evil in the States, but Biohazard does think more. Did sense. you correct him? Did you correct him and tell him actually it's called Resident Evil? I said that's that? the, I, I told him that's the name oh. of the States, but then I went back to letting him say Biohazard because it makes a lot more sense to call it Biohazard. <laughs> yeah, because Biohazard was like a band in the US, so they couldn't use that. But yeah, the fun Biohazard, thing is that... Resident Evil makes sense for the first one, then not for most of the sequels. <laughs> that's true. There's no, there's, you're not in a house like almost ever. The fun thing is that Resident Evil 7 is called Resident Evil 7 Biohazard here. And in Japan, and it's called Biohazard yeah. 7 Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it yeah. should be called Biohazard Biohazard in Japan. That would be better. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Biohazard Super Combo. Well, uh, <laughs> we should probably run this one down since since the Warriors have long since made to Coney Island. Uh, well, listen, right. if you want to run a train on us, head on over to <laughs> patreon.com slash podcastios. Yeah, remember, I wear a mattress on my back.
Yeah. 